Welcome, everybody, to a special edition of the Talkin' Tacos podcast. Uh, I am your host, Matt. With me, as always, is Dave and Billy. We are at Asbury Park Distilling for our special edition podcast with Casey. Uh, What's your official title? I don't even know. I probably should have figured that out before I did the intro. Booze Captain. There you go. Booze Captain. Booze Captain. (laughs) That's perfect. At the Asbury Park Distillery. (laughs) That is absolutely perfect. Um, I'm going to get it on my cards. (laughs) Before we forget, just thank you to Ming and Shared Universe for coming out on location here at the distillery uh, to podcast with us and bring us all the gear to make us sound and look amazing. Um, So we are super fucking excited. And as you just saw, heard us chatting. We just started with the shot of limoncello, as is tradition. So let's uh, let's talk about the limoncello because well, it's just, not tradition. Is we finished well, with limoncello? That's also true. So we're yeah. here on a well, Monday. Monday tradition, it's a, now a Monday yeah. tradition. <laughs> so now we have to start coming every Monday yeah. and Tuesday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll come in around six thirty. We'll do a shot, and then I can go home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't hum the cheer song Perfect. when I walk out of here for no reason. Yeah, exactly, man. It's fantastic. Um, but no, for real though, I just gotta, I gotta tell you guys, so before you talk about how you make the limoncello, cause I want to hear this story for the listeners. I've been, I've been to Italy several times. I spent oh, a few guy. months there for a semester in college. Yeah, whatever. Weird flex, but okay. Yeah. Um, and I had, I had limoncello 25 different places at different oh, times yeah. and all of it was fantastic. None of it was better than this. And I'm not just saying that because I love this place and I love you guys. It's seriously the best fucking limoncello I've ever had. It's I mean, I've had a ton of limoncello, obviously, but I worked at an Italian restaurant for eight years with an off-the-boat Italian man who took pride in everything he did, obviously. But his limoncello, I mean, only the best lemons from our, our produce would be good. You know, the big ones with the brightest yellow and, and all. And it was great. I mean, it wasn't something we didn't sell alcohol, so it was just something for in-house or whatever. But it was fantastic to always have. But again, it doesn't touch this. It's yeah. just this. This just explodes everything in your mouth. It has an almost like syrup-like quality to it, which some people might think, "Ew," but no, that like that's the way it should Let be. Tell, it's yeah. just usually served on like a block of ice, like, yeah. as cold as it could possibly be. The fact that this I don't doesn't want to even just, have I don't to want to delete be. the flavor. Yeah, you don't even yeah. have to. It's just so enjoyable. Yeah. But of course now the problem is it's it's ruined me for anything else. Anything yeah, else. Yeah. So you know if I go to Italy again I'll bring a bottle of that with me. Uh, no, yeah, no, 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 thank yeah, you. Yeah, I no, grazie. I got my own. Thank <laughs> you, okay, thank you. <laughs> Good so, to get the seal of approval from people that have actually had like Italian limoncello. Yeah. Because as you can tell, I've got very <laughs> little to zero Italian. In me. Same. So tell us about how you make it because you told us before, but for everyone listening, I want to hear the story because it's it's a very involved process and I think it's fascinating. Yeah. So we actually sous vide, which is process of taking a bag, most for like food and like cooking meats, you like vacuum seal it so you have a constant hot water bath around it. So it's, we can't vacuum seal it because there's liquid in it, but it's just a Ziploc bag. That's how it started, but it's just a two gallon Ziploc bag put into a hot water bath with a sous vide and a constant temperature of around like 140. But yep. so vodka, sugar, water, lemon peel, and coffee bean all go in that. And then it sits for like nine hours, which is awesome. another great thing because that's, a lot less time than typical limoncello. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How, how long does typical limoncello take? I have no idea. It's it, The whole process yeah. takes like a weeks, two weeks, maybe three weeks. It's You got to keep it in dark areas. You got to believe that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And like, because you're, you're actually just using the vodka to pull out the, the oils from it's the lemon. Slower. Right. It takes longer. And like, a lot of people use Everclear or high proof alcohol to get it faster. But that's also why a lot of limoncello tastes like fire water. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you don't proof it down right, like you're just drinking 190 proof alcohol with Bad some lemon taste. Painful. Yeah, mm. yeah, mm. yeah. Because it's meant to be like you know traditionally it's like an uh, not an aperitif. What do they call it? Like, what's the after digestive. dinner? Digestive. Yeah, digestive. Thank you. The other version. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. When you get it bad, it's like there's nothing worse. You have a nice full stomach and then you just drink fire. Like, yeah. What the fuck am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> this is a terrible idea. That's why I don't even try grappa anymore. Oh. Dear. <laughs> Dude, my, my father my father tricked me with grappa the first time I was uh, I was like eighteen, you're just like learning how to drink with him or whatever. And he was like shake, <laughs> shake him up. He was like, yo, let me uh, like try this after dinner drink. And I was like he goes, What is it? Grappa. I go, whatever, I don't know what it is. I almost died. I wasn't oh. prepared. He didn't prepare me. It's just burning. Just burns over your eyes, your ears, your nose. And now you guys peel all the lemons yourself, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> You can get yourself a carpal tunnel. <laughs> I have some new calluses forming on my hand. <laughs> which, like, I tried a lot of different ways to do it without having to do that, but it really makes a huge difference having it be fresh. Like, we did a batch of about 200 bottles last Saturday, and it was from, like, 10.30 I was peeling them, and then we put them in the bath around 
two o'clock. How many lemons did you peel? 500. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> it is definitely a process, but it does make a huge difference. So yeah, we were, we were talking about that before. It's like, you know. Were you, were you listening to a podcast or were you just I was watching Always Sunny. There you go. Like, <laughs> like a little chip on my shoulder while I was doing it. Yeah. <laughs> but see, that's the best part. We were talking about this before. It's like, you know, aside from the fact that Casey is a genius in terms of crafting these cocktails, that's only part of it. The fact that you guys make all of the additional ingredients that go in, whether it's like the bitters or whatever else, you guys make all of that here, right? Yeah, I mean, that's not by choice. At least <laughs> yeah. it wasn't at first. But because of the tasting room walls, yeah, we don't have a, a traditional liquor license. So we have to only use products that we make in-house. We can only sell things that are oh, right. made in the back. I think it ended up working out better for you. It benefits Which, us anyway. Yeah. yeah. Which a lot of it came from, like, our license is a little bit different than a bar, and this is... A lot of the state thought it was like a loophole for us to sell alcohol. Right. Which it's not. It's like a liquor license and a distillery license give you the opportunity to do completely different things. Yeah. Like it still costs a lot of money to open up a distillery just because liquor licenses cost like 1.2 million. Yeah. And the license for us is a little cheaper. Doesn't mean we're like trying to find a loophole. Right. But through that, there's so many, like once you find the space that you're playing in, there's no rules. Yeah. There are a lot of rules outside of it, but like we have no problem just like putting whatever into a bottle of vodka and seeing what happens. <laughs> like trying to reverse engineer things and it forces you to be creative. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, you, have, you have a palette and a, and a number of colors. So. Pretty much, yeah. But it, like definitely, it helped me like have more of an understanding of classic liqueurs and because I wanted to use things. Yeah. So I just had to figure out what they taste like, what it was that actually made them hmm. taste the way they did, and then just kind of work backwards from there. It's like what I do with cooking. It's like I'll taste this and be like, mm, yeah, I could do this with that and that. Add a little more, a little less. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that like a lot of what we do actually comes from more of a cooking style. Like I usually base it on foods when we're building a menu awesome. than drinks. So like once you're there, you just kind of pull out flavors from like any meal and just figure out what makes it work and also what's not going to make it work. Like, still yeah. haven't really figured out how to use garlic in something, but I'm not going to stop trying. Try <laughs> <laughs> roasting it. Yeah, yeah so let's... It's, and it's more of like if the customer, like, I would drink it, but how much do the customers trust us when I put, like, a garlic martini in front of them? Yeah. I don't know. Yo, listen, man, at this point, I think, we've there, had yeah. a, I think we've had enough weeks where we let you take the wheel and oh, yeah. I'm, I'm willing to... You could, you could tell me you'd put, you know... Yeah, there Red was, pepper or there whatever, was one man. Week you had PTSD from the previous day, <laughs> and you uh, wanted to make sure you didn't get slammed, so you already had our drinks ready for us. <laughs> we we were, they in. were sitting in the tin for like probably like two hours. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to move my arms. Dude, it's like fucking cheers when you walk in. Yeah. I absolutely love it. So it was like, whatever's in there, that's what we're drinking. Yep. So, what, so, so speaking of the, the drinks here, I'm just curious. How, like... How do you come up with some of these drinks, man? Because some of the ingredients that go into these things, we'll, we'll talk about the ones that you're making for us. But, like, I mean, I see some of the ingredients in these lists, and I'm like, I would never in a million years think to Extra put this into, into a drink. A lot of it's just, like, I mean, it really does come from looking at... It, I can't look at, like, cocktail books because there's only so many things we have. And like, unless it's just a gin cocktail book yeah. and there's nothing else in it, and it's not just a martini page. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like, it gets frustrating to look at those because, like, I don't have access to 45-year-old cherry or vermouth. <laughs> and I haven't really figured out how to master that yet. But, yeah, it's just, like, it's just flavors. I just, we think of flavors and yeah. we have, like, a, a list of things we want to incorporate into a certain menu and then just kind of work our way backwards. And, like, whether we have, like, weird Asian flavors or just regular herbs, it's like, how can we use this in a different way? How can we pull out the most of this thing? And then, and we've got, a, we've developed a lot of new techniques, like over the past year and a half, especially, like the sous vide method was huge. Yeah. And just different ways to interact with ingredients to get flavors into a, into liquid form. Well, it's working, man. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Once, once again. Once again. Oh, again. Oh, oh, fumble. Hmm. <laughs> All right, so who wants to go first with the drinks? I think you should. Me? Okay. Yeah. So this is the John Bouchon, and 
Casey, there's a pretty interesting story behind the naming of this, I believe, right? Uh-huh. So remind me again what's in it, first of all. It's a uh, rooibos, which is a South African red tea. It's actually fermented black tea. Uh, bourbon, lemon juice, simple syrup, and a little bit of barrel finished gin. It's an Arnold Palmer. Yeah. But it's <laughs> so refreshing. Oh, yeah. yeah. And like, boozy tea is my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. so. I know, this is one of those drinks I feel like, <laughs> I feel like I should be drinking it in the summer, but it's just too fucking good. Just... <laughs> but it gives you like, like the thought of summer, even on a yeah. cold, snowy, like rainy, know, right? crappy winter, February day. <laughs> And that was one that was just like thrown at the wall. It was like two days before you're we supposed to release the menu, and I was just walking through Wegmans and saw rooibos, which I'd never had before. Mm, yeah. And I, originally it had apricots in it, but it, they're not really in season right now. But <laughs> I was just like, let's see what those two taste like together. And we yeah. Just put it in the bourbon and then built a simple sour around it. It's wow. amazing. And isn't the, the name John Bashan is translated from something? More right? effort was put into the name and the story behind the name it's than the actual making <laughs> Yeah, so that one, because when I tasted it, it reminded me of the yellow cap iced teas that the like, old school Wawa's used to have, not the mm -hmm. simpler ones. Yeah. Which was just iced tea and lemonade. So I just went through Google Translate and tried to find the best translation of yellow cap, which is John Bouchon and I think like Haitian Creole. <laughs> so then we just decided to create a story, like the most interesting man in the world is John Bouchon. And like, everybody that came in had a different story about how they met him. I told him he was like a deaf sound engineer that I met in Boston. <laughs> I was, I was like, he's who the movie Ray is based on. <laughs> Which surprisingly doesn't get questioned enough. Yeah, yeah right. You, you tell people a story oh, yeah. like that. and Oh, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. I like The first time I saw it on the menu, I was like racking my brain because I thought it was some sort of like pop culture reference. And I'm like Googling John Bichon. I'm like, this has to, like, like, no, like, I, like I know all about yeah. this shit. Like, I have to know what this is referencing. Yeah, and, like, really and I couldn't find anything. Like, some like French Canadian banker that has a, <laughs> yeah, right. has a LinkedIn with his name John, Jonathan Bouchon. But you can't. Can't find him. And that's another thing is the names are almost as it's amazing as a drink too. You know, a lot of times you go from name to drink just because. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's one on the next menu that's the floor is guava, <laughs> but I, there was no drink for it yet. Like, I have to work backwards. Right. That's incredible. We'll figure out the. Uh, yeah. That's absolutely genius. I like hearing the creative genius here too. You know how it works. Yeah, maybe, dude, it's amazing. Maybe that's like a jalapeno drink. Ooh. Probably jalapeno. Will be. Yeah. See that's good. That that'll so that'll be one. That'll be the true test for me because I don't do spicy drinks really. But I'm certain that I'm gonna love this drink. Yeah, spice is hard too to deal with because everyone has a different yeah. Yeah, and I and I've got a really high tolerance for spice. Like I love spicy. I put hot sauce in there. I love spicy food. But something about spicy drinks doesn't sit with me. That's always the line to ride too. Is like food and drink. Like you can only get them so close together until. Yeah, like I when during quarantine I was going down some rabbit holes. <laughs> I think we all were, man. Like meatball fat washed vodka. <laughs> Casey just got this mad scientist lab in his in his apartment. Got speakers like, and yeah. lab coats. We get a license to fail, right? You can go wild. <laughs> That's no, you're, what's you know. so fun about it too. Like, and I tell the anyone that comes in, like, just no idea is a bad idea, like yeah. until yeah. it's a terrible idea. But let's. <laughs> Try to move, it move the yeah. needle in a positive direction. Please. Until you kill somebody, it's a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> and I would never put meatball vodka on a menu unless it was something that could actually be approachable from <laughs> a normal person. But <laughs> didn't get there. Yeah, make, make some meatball vodka and sell it to my restaurant. And, uh, we'll, oh, yeah. We'll you got to that. <laughs> <laughs> Just turn the door well. So, Dave, what are you drinking? You got one of the old standbys. One of the so, OGs. Yeah. I'm uh, drinking the Amaro Old Fashioned. This is the first drink you ever ordered here, I think, right? Yes, um, and I stuck by it. Different tomorrow. Well, you were an tomorrow guy. And I, well, like, I didn't no, know about tomorrow until I was. I there. became an tomorrow guy here, because. <laughs> but you know about it. You know of it. I was like, I'll, I'll try. I, I love old fashioned. Let me try tomorrow. Yeah, you're like one of nine people that ordered that drink that year. So yeah. Like, no one ever like yeah. one, when you see old fashioned, everyone like that's still our best yeah. selling drink. It's the top three really ever like never change. Like it's old fashioned breakfast and the bouchon are always oh nice okay. like then you'll get like some dark horse on like a seasonal menu that starts to make its way up to the top but rarely do people order tomorrow but they're that was the first one that you had was a different tomorrow too that was my the first tomorrow that we made here okay and then this was a a new take on one that was trying to be like more of like a root beer style mm -hmm. but those are uh, delicious especially oh, like my. if you like tomorrow's yeah um I like Amaro so much that 
helped get a cocktail on the menu at Porta. Nice. We call the Italian Manhattan. Nice. It's an up drink, mm-hmm. um, but it's just it's, uh, it's bourbon and amaro. Yes, yeah, which is pretty classic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's we. It's hard for us to do those style of drinks because we again like you can only make so many things with five spirits yep. there, without like having to make other things for it. Yeah. So like be able to do more spirit for things like that and like closer to Manhattans and Negronis and all those styles of drinks is like, yeah. that's been a goal for the past like years just trying to get more of a well-rounded menu and not just citrus crushers. But I'm trying to make Amaro <laughs> great again. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on board. Full, I'll sign the petition. Full, full make Amaro great again. Now do you guys have plans to make any other uh, spirits? Yeah, we have, the making of it is like not the easiest part, but it is like we can crank out a lot of different things, especially now with having more people, having more understanding as a whole of what our goal is for like liqueurs. Like I'd like to do a whole kind of like a uh, limoncello, like a cello line. Yeah. We have a Clementine triple sec that's done oh, the same yeah. way that the, oh God, yeah. That's delicious. <laughs> we can take that method and use it for like every peel that exists. Like, yeah. Just, just do it. But then it gets into the, the hard part of getting it approved. You know, everything has to be sure. FDA approved, TTB, yeah. ABC, all that kind of stuff. So like, this is great because it's a, a way to market things and like find out what it is that's going to work outside of here. It's like a perfectly little built-in market research space. We are guinea pigs. Yeah, pretty much. Yes. Fine by A lot of blind trust. (laughs) (laughs) Guinea pigs usually have. Yeah, it's like we come here, like we have a great cocktail, blows our mind, we talk about it for the next six days. We come back here, (laughs) we, we say, hey, let's try a different one. That one blows our mind, we're talking about that one. Now it's just like, you know, we have an arsenal of drinks that we Either, like, what do I feel like having here today? Like, what do I feel like starting with? Or, you know, we have options now, which is great because I mean, they do it all well. So why not explore? Yeah. We'll try to lower the bar soon, just so. It's- <laughs> 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 He's gonna put on cruise control. Just, just so you don't need to make 250 drinks on a Sunday yeah. afternoon. I, I don't think we ever like, order salted off- gin is what we're making today. We never order <laughs> off menu. Uh, I, I think the only time we order off menu is when we just let you yeah. write your own song. Which yep. is my like favorite part about having. Tuesdays and like yeah. Thursdays, like not just put your head down and make shake all for nine drinks. hours. Like it's fun yeah. to actually interact with customers and see what they like and see what works and yeah, get yeah. to build the thing. Like that's fun. There was a lot more time to do that back when we first opened. Yeah, and like it is really cool to see how busy we've gotten. But especially with all the regulations of not being mm-hmm. able to actually have people have at the a bar. full house. Yeah, yeah. that's bar. missing a little bit. But it's nice. Like Tuesdays, it's like I'll make whatever you guys come in. Just like yeah, I'm not. I usually don't want to take an order at that point. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll make whatever. <laughs> Just tell me what, what flavor you're into. Oh, yeah. Billy, what do you got? I have, uh, again, great name. Stark and Dormy. Casey, you want to fill me on this one? Yeah. That was, it's a take on, believe it or not, a dark and stormy. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> I am shocked. <laughs> it's, uh, but it's the same Mara that's in the Amaro fashion. Uh, barrel finished gin, blood orange juice, and lime, and then top of whatever sort of ginger soda we can get our hands on. The barrel finished gin is just, I mean, it's awesome. It, it, it opened up, I mean, I feel like during the evolution of you guys, like it just opened up a lot more options for you on your cocktails because you see it in a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I mean, I bought a bottle not even knowing what to do or mix it with or whatever, and I've gotten some recommendations from you, which have been great, but it's like, you know, it's just a new world to me, and I've been drinking, yeah. you know, spirits for a long time, yeah. and it's like, okay, cool, I got new options now, I got, and it, it just changes your whole world. It's There's awesome. not many of them out there, and like, yeah. it actually took us a little bit to figure out how to use this the right way in cocktails. Like, I feel was, like we're we're coming, uh, becoming regulars here at a really good time because you, yeah, you yeah, missed some of the the speed bumps that. <laughs> well, b- between that and like a lot of things that you've had to age and yeah. have. Or, you know, or, well, and, like, or you guys got ready. Our, like you were here, and within like not even a year, the our bourbon was out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which for people like our first week opening, like when's the bourbon coming out? Like, we're a week. I, I was that guy. Yeah, I, I was like, when's the bourbon coming out? I can't hear. Do you know how bourbon works? <laughs> like I'm a big bourbon guy. Like you know, we're a week old, and it takes a bit of time. Yeah, it's it's basically slightly brown vodka. Right yeah, now. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's, people ask all the time, like, how long does it take to make bourbon? Like, it, the distillation process is pretty much the same for all the spirits. Yeah. It's just then you have to sit in a barrel for yeah. four years 
three years, like three that's years. still a long time. Yeah. And that's yeah. even still going to be oh, kind yeah. of kind of green unless you have like Art Distiller is uh, has a master's. Like he's right. brilliant. So. Yeah. When you guys released your bourbon, it was the happiest day of my life. Because yeah. I was like, because I, I tried all that the was it. spirits here. Like, that was the happiest day of my life? <laughs> I mean, you okay. know. Okay, just, okay, whatever. It's like right. the day Booze I adopted really. my dog. Like, I guess the day I got married. <laughs> like, when Asbury released there. <laughs> oh, my bachelor party? <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a top five. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go, right? Yeah. But not only was it like an hallelujah day, but like it lived up to the hype. You know, it was like dude, when LeBron yeah. came into the league, like yeah, man. super hype just <laughs> took over and it did well. Dude, and they, when, when you guys released the small batch bourbon, I came in here on that Saturday, I was like, one bottle, please. Yeah. Like, count it, number it. I want to know what it is. I drank it, <laughs> yeah. and then I thought about who I can buy bottles of that for. I was like, God, this is too good. I need to share yeah. it with people that I like, like and know and appreciate it. And it's two totally different bourbons. The original yeah. one we had, which is a source bourbon, which most places will do. Because if you're, again, like only two years old, having a four-year-old bourbon is unlikely. Yeah. <laughs> but like that bourbon is great. It's very like utilitarian. Like we can make any sort of like sour cocktail with it and it's yep. not going to fight. It's not going to be too abrasive. But the straight bourbon is a sipping bourbon. It's higher mm -hmm. proof. It's got like more nuance to it. Mm -hmm. and it's nice having both of those between the barrel finished gin the, and the two bourbons. Like it's not a full back bar, but... Getting a little bit closer, like to yeah, start to move cocktails. Yeah, you got some different that, ways, yeah. and that barrel finished gin. Just to talk about that again, that was like I had never even heard of that yeah. no, before. Man. Like when I bought yeah. it here, I was like, "What the fuck?" In my mind, yeah, yeah. And I want to trick people into drinking gin too. Which yeah, is right. Yeah. And I and I love gin. And I went I went home and I was like, "All right, what do I do with this?" So I, I just I just put it in a glass yeah. with a giant rock and I sipped it. I was like, "Wow, uh, this, yeah, is, good. this yeah. is this is fantastic." It's it feels like a, a different spirit entirely. Yeah. It did. Like it's completely different. It's closer to bourbon than gin. Yeah, but. It's so much fun to use with other spirits too, because like the dryness of it, like awesome with mezcal. Yeah, and yeah. Like the I always put like a half ounce of it if I'm using anything with like citrus. It yep. just like cleans it up. It makes you want more of the drink because it's so tannic <laughs> yeah. that yeah. It, like it clears your palate, and then that's why that one is so addictive. It's funny you say that because it's true. Right? Like, yeah, it's true. As soon as you taste it, like I'm thinking about my second one. Yeah, dude. Like we're we're. I mean, I know like we are. You know, our tradition is we come and we get a drink and then we go to Taco Tuesday. But I have a very distinct feeling that when the it starts to get warmer out, like, it's going to be a two drink Tuesday at the yeah. distillery well, as it, part of the normal operating getting, procedure. It's not warmer out, and the last couple of weeks have been a two drink. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. So, yeah, so we are. We're, we're still in the dead of fucking over. winter, and we're already like advancing a little bit here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're looking to warm. God. We, I like, riding line between being like elevated cocktails and also just having really like crushable drinks yeah. is like, I would rather be that. Yeah. Like, just, I don't need to do 15 ingredients and like have it, then have to explain to people why it's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're right. Sometimes like I would love to drink like twisted tea on a hot summer day <laughs> before I'll drink a, like a, perfect Manhattan or something. Right. Yeah. Very yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's, I think that the, the town here like pretty much dictated what our brand was in terms of cocktails, which was really cool. Like there wasn't a lot of overthinking it. Once we knew what was working, we just kind of moved in that direction then found out where we could kind of divert a little bit and yeah. get some, once we gained the trust of people, we could start putting baby carrots into drinks, but <laughs> that, that took a couple of years. Once you your street cred, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that stuff is great. And, I mean, and, it, and it's impressive, yeah. I think, to say that, you know, because we all agree that these are the best cocktails in Asbury, and that's, like, a pretty fucking hefty comment to make, considering yeah. how many good cocktails there are. I mean, it's by far. Like, <laughs> so, so much so, like, we said that, right? We all unanimously agreed instantly. Uh -huh. And then someone threw out, like, what's the second best? We're not going to get into that now. But it took us, <laughs> it took us all, like... Like a legitimate time frame to like think, like ponder, like oh, like it's so far ahead of the second best cocktail in Asbury. Yeah, the second best might be debatable. Like the first best was nowhere well, near debatable. Yeah, you, you have to make your own paint. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like they might be like really good at painting, but and there are some great painters around. Yeah, yeah. It's, like the whole Barrio crew, like everyone Tallulah is like there are yeah. so many good people yeah. making yeah. drinks around here, and that's what's even more inspiring for us. Like we get to talk shop with these. Like right? great bartenders, and there's no like competition because like we're completely separate styles of yeah yeah bar, yeah absolutely which is nice because like then there's no ego involved. It's just like back and forth. How can we make both sides better? Because like frankly, this is a ridiculous style of 
making drinks. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, trying to figure out how to make prosecco just so I can pour it. Is I wouldn't wish that on somebody. But you know, it does make a difference though too. It's like it's like when you go to a restaurant where you know like everything is farm to table or everything they make is is scratch made or whatever. That's the same principle here with yeah. you guys making everything house, and it makes a fucking difference. Yeah. It makes a huge, like it makes whether a huge whether difference. people realize it like they they've de- developed their palate enough to realize it, or they just enjoy the hell out of the drink yeah. Yeah. the time while they're here. Like it's just that makes it all possible. That yeah. makes everybody like yeah. everybody's time here better. It's just like everything about it is. It's, I use it's better. I use Jackie, my wife, as a barometer because like she she doesn't drink anything except for like white wine. Like yeah, this is all she drinks. But I bring her here, and she like she wants to come here, and she's like, I'll try anything, and she likes everything. And I'm yeah, like, that's Matt a called, good. Matt barometer. called me up on a Monday once and said, <laughs> Jackie dragged me to the distillery. You got to come. Yeah. FOMO. <laughs> it's it's hard to put like a real value on those intangibles too. Like like yeah. what? How much is the difference? It's nice that we're forced to have to make everything because if you found a way to say that it wasn't actually worth something and there wasn't a number to quantify it. Yeah. But I think just having the people that are serving it and making it, there is this like overall passion for it. Yeah. Because you're you you just made it so like, an hour before that, sometimes. I think personally that's what separates you guys is that like like you said, like you you're forced to think of ways to make it work. But I am certainly sure that there are easier ways that you guys could have made it work. Oh, no, what you know, like, so it's <laughs> not like days, it's not like you just <laughs> took the easy way out. It's like okay, we're forced to kind of face some adversity here, yeah. and we're going to take it head on, and we're going to like just rock it. You know, yeah. we're just going to hit it out of the park and and just make people happy. We're allowed to sell non-alcoholic products. Like, we could buy tonic water. Right. We could buy soda. Right. But no, like, yeah. There's like I don't even know how to like. Like, we should sell root beer. I'm like, I'm going to make root beer then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even know how to get out of it at this point. And the same with... And once you're, like, you're here for a while, you kind of buy into that mentality. Yeah. And that, again, like, just... It shows with everyone we've seen. Yeah. yeah. And does that, help, does that a, help you, like, control cost a little bit and stuff? Like, making everything in-house as opposed to having to buy yeah. stuff from an vendor? Yeah. It's, it's labor. Yeah. It's labor. Yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. 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 extremely labor intensive. But it... Actually, it's... Cost never even factors in for me personally about, like, what the drink costs. It's more... You know, if I get real, if I'm buying like truffles, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, but like for the most part, it's it's citrus, and what can I do with the least amount of things? Yeah, like if <laughs> like the distiller and I were trying to make a chartreuse, which is a mm. hundred and something ingredient recipe that's known by like wow. five monks. <laughs> and like, but like, let's try to do it. Let's find the. the <laughs> like you guys, like fuck, let's try it. Just, and yeah, I'm just picturing you you up there with the owner, like on the hills in like Tibet, like through the mountains to find yeah. the one guy that has the ancient recipe. Up to 300 you know, stairs, like, carved yeah. into the mountain, like some real Doctor Strange shit. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> the all seer. Yeah. And in reality, it's just me on the fucking internet. <laughs> Sage. <laughs> Speaking of which, can we get a? Uh, is that cool? Yeah, yeah. man. Same thing? Uh, yeah, same thing. I'm going to have a Jean Bouchon. Yeah. There's the three of them. Let's just do all Jean Bouchon. Make, make, make your life easier. <laughs> so, we explained the drinks and we, we got through that. Like, let's, let's all just make it easy on him. Yes, and it's right. Have a great drink. Uh, so yeah, I, the good stuff. This I'll is my favorite drink. And I had to get one. But watching Matt drink his made me Dude, like, it's just like... It, it has, and it's like I think I think like part of it is like a little bit of the the goomba in me because like you know Italians they, they put fucking lemon and citrus and everything. Sure. I mean, so that's... like, and I do that in like in my, in my cooking. I put like I I make, I make these like roast potatoes here, then I put fucking lemon zest on them. You know, it's like right. Um, but the the lemon flavor in that is so just perfect, like just so absolutely perfect, and it makes the entire drink. Even circling back to lemon child, like yes, it's it's a lemon drink, but it's not. Like it doesn't like dig into back here, you know. Yeah. It's it's a beautiful lemon flavor, but like on the front, not on exactly. Yeah, that's because there's no there's no actual acid in it. Yeah, which is I that was like the one thing that I worked on more than most things. Like that took me a couple iterations of trying to make those flavors work a lot. Yeah. I appreciate your just, work, man. There's nothing worse than getting too much citrus where you feel like you yeah. have locked jaw. Mm. Like, you're yeah. just like, yeah. And then it like ties up everything else. Yeah. You're not sure what's going on. And it turns out those uh, two flavors don't actually want to work together at all. Yeah, if right. If you were to add citrus like to coffee within like Turtle. two, three days, like the, both flavors are gone. Wow, really? Which, yeah, which is, you know. A bummer. Real cool, <laughs> real cool to figure that out. <laughs> yeah. But the. Um, that makes it even more impressive. 
Yeah, which I, like, then I had to start learning science stuff, you know? <laughs> science, bitch. Which is nice that, like, our, our distiller is brilliant and is willing to humor me in most of my, like, harebrained ideas and can try to <laughs> figure out what it is that could have happened, what was the, like, chemical composition of something that got, yeah. this is why these things happened. You're the mad scientist. That also like, it forced me to learn about that stuff too, which has helped a lot. Like, yeah. so I'm not wasting my time as much. Like I can, I know when something's gonna work and why it won't or why it will. That's awesome. But the CV was such a huge thing because you're just pulling out oils. And because you're doing it at a low enough temperature that doesn't bring anything like abrasive out or anything that's gonna right. like, break down any of the other flavors. But yeah, that's why, that's why there's no like bite to it. Because it's all just yeah. from the peels, and that's why using it's a great fresh lemon flavor, peels is so but none of that like bitter, like none of the you know what could be. Yeah, why it's so important to use the um, fresh peels because it's they have the most oil in them. Yeah, yeah, that's the, it's what you want. What was it? Uh, thank you. What was it? What was it like having that uh, that write up in Esquire about oil. like best, so best bourbon in America? A lot that's, of press. Oh, so yeah, yeah, not just Esquire. A lot of press you guys have been having. That one's especially funny because that was written a year ago. No, that, no, was, yeah. that was posted a year ago. Like they, I didn't even realize that. Some like radio station decided to like repost it. No one, no one noticed it the first time it went out. Get the huh. fuck out. Yeah. So like when they, they kept like everyone was talking about it. I was like, yeah, that came out like a year ago. I didn't realize that they did it again. <laughs> but it came out the same time that we had a thing in New Jersey Monthly. Yeah, which I saw that also. And one of the weirdest experiences I've ever had. Was Bill and I were in Atlantic City and Bill? this our distiller, not me. Yeah, <laughs> not you. <laughs> That'd be real weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we were hanging out on the side. <laughs> no, I'm talking talk about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up this way, but we're starting our own podcast. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> we were in AC and like we were at a comedy show and these people that were with us recognized us from the New Jersey Monthly. Wow. And because like Esquire, so they were looking it up, they found the New Jersey Monthly and it just came out. And like, if you could have ever That's thought so funny. That now I feel like such an idiot because like I was recognized. going around when I saw that get reposted, I was telling everybody, I was like, guys, it's, best bourbon in America, I go to sure, every week, it's on my shelf. Yeah, it's great, and like, I'm, I'm really glad that it got yeah. some more life yeah, to it, but it's very strange. Like, it, I'll share it next year, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is a testament to just time Zombie and what that press. does to yeah. your brand. Like, I've... It's been, we're going on four years in May, which is the longest and shortest four years of my life. Like, yeah, no shit. It's felt, I was saying before, like I was, I feel like I'm in the bubble all the time and then like actually getting to see it grow from the outside every now and then is really cool. Like going into Wegmans and seeing yeah. the racks. Yeah, like, seeing your stuff on the shelf, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I've been in this town a long time and, and been fortunate enough to see like a lot of cool places come in and like blow up as soon as they got here and then some like kind of fizzled a little bit and then hung on and some like some maintained some dropped obviously like you guys are just continuously like if you were on a chart you just keep yeah the evolution you guys have been great because you you started off like good and you you really didn't have that much to work with when you started off it was like gin and vodka yeah that was the yeah the first and i don't drink vodka personally so i mean i only tried your gin drinks and like Gin's not my number one normal like order. Like, hey, I'm gonna go out for gin. Yeah. Yeah, the amount but, of times is like that I had to trick people into drinking gin. <laughs> like I had it when I was 15. Oh yeah, I like, hated like, a it. Boot with Gatorade. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Two hours. There's like, a lot of bad stories tied to gin, of course. <laughs> I'm like, this is adult gin. We've grown up, <laughs> yeah. and like we can move past having that. was me. Like when you guys opened, I came in and I said like. When in Rome, you know, I don't, I don't do vodka. Bad experience when I was yeah. like too young, and I just st still can't do it. Gin, I can appreciate. So yeah. I, you know, I just started having gin drinks, and like, there was not many, many drinks, but like everyone I had was just awesome. And I'm like, yo, distillery, distillery. You know, you gotta go to Asbury Park Distilling Co. Yeah. Like, it's just, it was a place like that. If people were like, hey, where should I go stop off and get a drink? I'm like, go there, get a gin drink. Go get there, get a vodka drink. Because most people drink vodka, you know. So right. it's like everyone can find something here. Early. But now, like. I popped in like three years ago and had a couple drinks and I was like, wow, this place is like still good. Just I should like come this. here more, you know? Why don't I like come this. here more often? Then popped in here a couple times like two years ago and it was like, yeah, wow, this place is still lit. Like it's just, I feel like they're getting more things for us. Yeah. 
and now it's just like it's off the charts. It's it's. You know. I'm, I'm telling you, it was the it was the greatest happy accident. I was I was telling Bing before you guys got here about like why we come here every Tuesday because when we yeah started, when we started doing tacos on Tuesdays back in June when shit opened up. You know, middle of summer. Sometimes you got to wait 30, 40 minutes for a table of loteria. So one day yeah, we were like, let's go seasonal city. Exactly. Like, let's just go. You know, catch a drink at the distillery real quick. Came drink was which I can't say why we decided world. on here. It was no, just, I know why we decided on here. I actually remember specifically why because it was the one week that Dave wasn't there. You and I had to wait, so we went and got a drink at a Ale House. Yeah, and like whatever, yeah, beer. You know, it was fine. But then <laughs> it was the, a drink before yeah. exactly. But then the very next week, the same thing happened. We had to wait like another 30, 40 minutes, and me and you were like, "Well, let's go someplace else this time. Like, let's get a nice cocktail. Let's go to the distillery." Because we weren't. You're right. We weren't going to get food. Like, right. We, we were waiting on food. Yeah. We were just going to get a cocktail. And, like, we didn't want to take a table up and take away mm-hmm. from that because people were just bouncing back from COVID and, like, trying to make the... Yep. I'm not going to take away from a service experience. Like, they're nice. Exactly. So, yeah, we came here because, like, this is where you come for a cocktail. And but like back every week ever since. But now, like, that made us realize, like, this is where you come for a cocktail. Exactly. Like, whether it's one or you stay here for as long as you want to. Yep. I mean, they can keep going down. And... It's just whether it's like I said, whether it's one or a dozen, like you're just having a good time here. It's just like everything is like, wow, like nothing about that was bad. Right. That's what's cool. Like like you were saying before, like people have were strict vodka, strict gin, and there was like this little faction of people that would just drink a drink because it was a drink. And like we try to think of it as a whole and as a sum of its parts, and it's not really. Gin is vodka infused with botanicals. Exactly. So like, and we don't really. You know, you think we're tasting, we're trying to accentuate the spirits more, but for all intents and purposes, it's a, we've kind of turned into a cocktail bar. So it's yeah. more like the cocktails are the, it's the only thing we do, so we better do it well. Right. Yeah, man. But like, we have a lo- much larger group of people now that will just drink a drink because it sounds like it tastes good. Yeah. And trust that <laughs> yeah. they can do it right, as opposed to whether or not there's a spirit they may not like, which there's a lot of... Everyone has their one thing that they can't drink because they had a sure. horrible time. PTSD. But, yeah. And but that's a good point, though, because I'm the same way. I, I don't like vodka at all, but I will drink vodka drinks from here because like, it's like... All of our cordials are based on... our The base product is our vodka. Yeah. Like, there's about 10 products that we use in most of our drinks that are based around the vodka. Limoncello is... Vodka at first, we were just pouring. I was pouring it out of the bottle into a Ziploc bag. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different thing, but it's all... Yeah, like, there's so much of this has just been education for customers too. It's like, yeah, this that, is what was that sous vide process? Was that like a three a.m. like aha moment, or was it just something after research and time and things? The things I research are never good. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually like detractions. Yeah, just don't yeah, probably I, something you should not try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if I like think too much about it. It, I, I always end up overthinking yeah. and screwing it up. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. So like, we, that yeah. one was just pure. The Bouchon was just a throw it at the wall. But yeah, if man. I try like, to really think about a cocktail, it usually sucks. It's the ones <laughs> that like, all of that thinking, Like I feel like you have like a little database yeah. of just knowledge. You're, you're like the guy that discovered penicillin by accident. You know, you but that's also like class, yeah. <laughs> some classic, classic songwriters. Like some of the most famous songs that have been on the radio oh, or yeah. whatever to, still... We're throwing it together in five minutes. Like yeah. it just came yeah. out, like boom, out on paper. Like, I got a that's song like, to tell. That's yeah. like the story behind uh, uh, "Satisfaction" by the Rolling Stones. Mm-hmm. The way the so story many goes. stories I've heard. The way the story goes, I don't know if it's true or not. The way the story goes, that Keith Richards woke up probably in some sort of coke-induced, you know, whatever stupor. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Man, woke up in the, the woke up in the middle. Yeah, woke up in the middle of the night and just like. Took out his little tape recorder, laid down the hook, you know, turned it off, went back to sleep, woke up the next morning, I was like, what the fuck? Okay, okay, I can work with this. I've heard stories like that a million (laughs) times, and it's just like like you said, like if you overcomplicate Mm -hmm. it, because you have the knowledge to dig deep into it, like you can really break it down or do whatever. But you also have the know-how to just kind of make a really yeah, good and all drink that people also like. Still exists, like they're like little oh, filters. Yeah. But I came from the music world before this. Like I did that for 15 years professionally before I did this at all. So like nice. the creative such a crazy process, career change. I love it. In a day, like <laughs> in a, like there was. I had a job offer in Chicago to do to write music for a neuroscience company. I was like, I need to go talk to people because I've been stuck in the studio for too long. So I walked in and applied to be a bar back here. But the transition wasn't that difficult because it's very similar. Like it's a lot of, especially building everything from the ground up yeah. and like performing. But it's that, like understanding my creative process where most of it's procrastination and then also not <laughs> overthinking it 
like helped with like I don't get annoyed if I'm trying to get something like it's fucking impossible to take something from the ether and put it spit it out oh yeah into any form oh yeah like everyone thinks that that's a like there are a few people that can do that take what's in yes. their head and put it onto paper put it into exactly yeah. especially on the first and those try. people yeah. are like the like the top yeah. artists the top whatever but if you're yeah. that mid-tier know that that's not a yeah. bad thing and like yeah the more and more you do it you just have all these like stems of if I start thinking about something, I know they're probably going to fall into place somehow. Right. Like, yeah. I'm not, I don't you're, get frustrated about it. You're it's, like the prince of cocktails. That's it. <laughs> like, like prince the artist, not like prince, <laughs> not like, the prince of not like prince like below a king. There's like a yeah, prince, there's a the king artist. somewhere, and you're waiting for him to yes. die. <laughs> that might be true, too. I don't know. <laughs> like that prince. I'm going to find my king. going to take over. Yeah, speaking of, I, I caught what you said about legal, not legal. Can we take a moment to just celebrate what actually happened today, it's, finally? It's, it's I'm not a criminal. Talking about I'm not a criminal. No longer a criminal. Yeah. They've been talking about it every week on the podcast. <laughs> Marijuana is finally fucking legal in the state of New Jersey. It's, cheers it, to that. Cheers. Very excited to hear about that, finally. Which I was celebrating prior to coming. We've been literally talking about it every week because it's, it's, like, it's like, wait a minute. He still hasn't signed the bill. Like, didn't we fucking vote for this shit? Like, they arrested like, over like, six thousand, seven thousand people. Yeah, there's hundred people a day being arrested in 2021. Yeah, the Which, dispensary laws are going to be even crazier than. I can't even. Oh, imagine. Yeah. 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 It, like it's. I know it's like it's one of those things. that's like I'm excited, yeah, because yeah. now that it's legal. But then as soon as I start, I know as soon as I start reading into the laws, that I'm going to blow all my brains out. All the liquor license like, laws. Yeah, pretty <laughs> you and yeah. all. It's going to be said, okay. We're so going to let you guys have not me it, personally, but we're going to keep our boot on your neck the whole yeah. time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And don't try to get fancy or yeah. do anything silly. And this yeah. state particularly like has a yeah. They they romanticize prohibition. Like they yeah. For some reason they think that like well like the next time over is blue. At, yeah. yeah, yeah, and yeah, same with weed. They're like, we're gonna make it legal, but we're gonna watch every step you take, right? And make sure that it, like, yeah. you have to have it. It's very similar. You have to have your own, like, farm to then dispense out of. You can't yeah. sell to. Oh, really? Yeah. What I've heard, Bri- like, I. They're like, they're we're gonna do you a favor. We're gonna do you a favor. It's just, it's fucking clowns. They're gonna be less criminalizing about it, but less yeah. legal than you think. Yeah, but yeah. it's like for Semi-legal. businesses, it's gonna be. A nightmare for the first yeah. first couple of years. I mean, the yeah, your, your favorite shop like is going to change three, four, five times. Yeah, <laughs> trying yeah. to meet some regulation. Oh man, yeah, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. It's just going to. I mean, you know, you know, I hate the fucking government. So oh, I'm going to read these regulations. Gonna, Murphy's going like, to do it perfectly, oh. flawless. <laughs> no problem. Doing a great job. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful job. Keep it up. Yes, they can. Um, that's a problem. So, so I have to know. But I'm, I'm just curious, and if you if you can't disclose this, that's fine. Are you guys ever going to make tequila, or can you make tequila? You actually like, can't legally make tequila outside of Mexico. Get the really? fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Really? You can make agave yeah. spirit. There's like. It's like champagne. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's all so. There's also mezcal and tequila is like a square rectangle situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all tequilas are mezcals, not all mezcals. It's right. Too, so think. all tequila comes from blue agave. Right. All mezcals can come the, from like, multiple different types region. of yeah. agave, kind of thing. It doesn't have to be this one particular one. Yeah. There's a, like eleven I, mezcals traditionally smoked. You would think of this yeah. much, as mezcal tequila really as I drink. I would have known that. Volcanic ash and like horses with giant stone wheels. Donkeys usually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They walk around and grind it all up. Yeah, phenomenal. Like, well, listen, if you want to, I'll, I'll quit my job and I'll move down to Mexico and open up an operation no, but, but to, <laughs> to make like that 14 happen. 14 years to, to mature. Yeah, so there's the problem is America. I got 14 years bad to spare business fine. model. But, <laughs> no, but Americans <laughs> started drinking way too much tequila after George yeah. Clooney blew out that one company. So now there's like an agave shortage. It's mm-hmm. like there's some Bush League product going to be made in the next few years. Like, I can promise you that. Barrels. Like, oh, really? Cooperage is. It's the yeah, it's a shorter barrel. than barrels. Yeah, because like once old fashions became Mad Men did it. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the bourbon. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like the shortage of barrels now is yeah kind of dire. Yeah, that's I don't know crazy. what they. Wow, there's a there's a I mean, market for barrel trading. Yeah, I, and because with bourbon you yeah. can't. That's why you're going to see a lot of different types of whiskeys out. It'll just be like. Like the sherry age, because with bourbon you have to age it in new American oak every time you yeah. call it bourbon. Mm-hmm. Also, going to realize how stupid label requirements are for the same product, whether or not they're called something in the next like five years, because there's going to be shortages on barrels. I mean, I'm certain that 
we've contributed to the tequila shortage at the estate at a few Once times I crossed here over, there. I, I, think we, like, I thought my friends cool. were psychos for liking tequila, and then I started liking it, and it was like, whoa, I have a ton of energy. Yeah. I don't have a hangover. I feel really good. Yeah, like, I, I, had, <laughs> I had the same epiphany, I think, as like most of you guys probably did, too. Like, you know, in college, you, know, you drink tequila, you buy a bottle of Jose Cuervo. And at the time, you were just like, oh, tequila. But then when you actually like try good go tequila, tequila you're like, like tequila, what the fuck? You don't like Jose Cuervo. Exactly. It was always a There's last call shot for me that somebody ordered, and I was pissed off about it, and then yeah. I took it, and then I wound up throwing up later on. Dude, I won't even let people put Cuervo. Like, if, I, if, I, if a margarita's no. being no. made, no. and they put, I'm like, I'm like, yo, no, no, If someone's like, this is our tequila, I'm like, I won't drink tequila. Yeah, no, it's barely tequila. No, like, yeah, it's barely. Not, it's not okay. It's a, it's a, it's a blended, it's a great spirit. Yeah. Like, are you sober, tired, and not horny? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. A, yeah. It's a cure all. You're absolutely right. <laughs> <You're a cure-all. laughs> you're absolutely. You're right. not wrong. I mean, yeah, like you're not. And when you get Cafe Patron in the mix, like, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It covers all bases. Dude, it's so funny. Like, my huh. tequila drinking experience has gone hey, from, like, you know, once I realized what good tequila was, I was like, you know, like all right, like, I'm going to drink 1800. And then I was like, no, now I'm going to, like, drink Patron. And then it's like, Migos came out, and I'm going to drink Migos. And I thought it, like, really couldn't get any better than Migos. And then The Rock released his tequila, and I'm like, God damn it. Like, just, <laughs> fuck is. See, so the one that crossed me over from the point where, like, fuck you, I can't drink tequila. It's just going to, I'm going to throw up to, like, oh my God, I just want to drink by, by a bottle. Was like Kylie Jenner. What, no, it, it, was, <laughs> it was one that was introduced to friends of ours from somebody living in Mexico, and in the states, like you have to go online and see which liquor stores might have this. And like I had to drive to Howell to get one of three bottles that they had left on the CFT shelf. Yes, yeah, the Leguas, and it was. Oh, you yeah. take a sip yeah, of this, yeah. and it's just like, so whoa, delicious. like yeah. what the hell is? It? It's so easy to drink, but like the flavors is phenomenal. It just. It open. It's like, well, this is what it's, I want to drink. Yeah. It's like, what do I do? You have to have life? your gateway spirit. Like, if you don't like gin, like try. I, that's why I refer to ours all the time. Like, Hendrix was my gateway gin. Like, oh, I did. Yeah, me too. Hendrix is magic. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah, and like, there's you could have shitty things of all kinds. Like, but to have one that you like, and now you open up a whole other world. Yeah, tequila is another one. Like, I, mean, I was just drinking. It's rosemary, like, right? Me too. Yeah, yeah, cucumber and like, do, rose yeah. hips. And rose hips. Yeah. Yeah, we were. There's probably rosemary in there. Yeah, too. we would, we would, we. I would throw parties in my house all the time, and you know, once whatever COVID shit, I'm gonna go back to doing that. But like, Rangers. normal, normal party at my house, three bottles of tequila gone easily. Yeah. Well, you have the you have the bell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When shot the bell, bell rings, everyone, the div and the everyone knows they have to come and like take a shot. Like, yeah. Everyone's just like, oh shit, yeah. that's where I have to go. It's yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I don't have a lot of rules at the estate, but the only rule <laughs> of the estate is that if you ring the shot bell. Shots yeah. have to be yeah. done. That's the only yeah, rule. Yeah, you have to and you have shot. to do it. If you yeah. rang, if you ring the bell, yeah. not everybody has to do a shot, but the bell ringer at the very least has to do a shot. And, and <laughs> has to get drinking traditions, traditions are the best ones. Yeah. So good. Yeah. And you will be punished if you break the rule. We had like, in, in the younger days we had what we called piss ups. And it was <laughs> sounds great. We had a yeah. we it wasn't even push ups or anything. It was a curl bar. I don't think it was. And it was outside of the bathroom with like 85, 80 pounds. It was like a okay. lot, but like enough to do like a couple. But you go like you had to do like two on your way in. When your shit face so, is not uh, something to sneeze at. You usually start no, early. Like, <laughs> you usually start with like buzz, and you're like, oh, the hell with this. We're ripping. Maybe it was six. I don't remember. It was a while ago. But it was like it was like a, it wasn't super light, but it wasn't like offensively heavy. Right, right. You were gonna kill. But yourself. it was enough to like rip out two to five on the way in, two to five on the way out. By the end of the day, you're like walking around like this. <laughs> like handing yourself drinks. Like, it just would. You wake up the next morning sore. You're like, what did I do last yeah. night? What happened? Oh, 75 curls. Like, just... I'm going to feel contractually obligated, like drinking traditions, until I'm like 60 years old, 70 years oh, old. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. So if, the, if a bell is rung and I take a shot, like, there's no way I can't do it now. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude, it's people right. have. People have gone down at yeah. my house because of the well, shot And if you're bell. the same age, you go like, yeah. you know, like, let's Clearly. take it easy on the bell tonight. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. No. But, the, but, the, but the there's bells still yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You hear people say that. Yeah, you hear yeah. people say that a lot. Yeah. It's yeah. funny. Because without fail, there's always, like, there's always the one asshole at the party. Ding! You know. We've, since the beginning, always taken an 8 o'clock shot. Every... Every day seems to be open. A lot of times it happens at 10.30 if we're busy. But like, 40. Yeah. Well, well, I'm going to have to take one. I'm here. I was going to say, right? Like, <laughs> like it's, it's tradition. And it, like, there, there's never been a day that we missed it. Like, it's when you get brought on here, like, you're initiated. Like, this is 8 o'clock. If you see that like, we're maybe forgetting that, 
Make sure you let everyone know it's, <laughs> it's eight ten right now. Awesome. Like we have to take a shot. This is part of tradition. Just, That's just fucking tradition. It's so baby. good. It's so amazing. Oh my god, I love that. Does the shot vary, or is it like a, a shot of something? It used to be like uh, like a shot of a cocktail. Like it would like a lot of okay. times you would do a bouchon shot, but now it's just oh, limoncello because nice. that's right. so the good. easiest thing, and you don't have to make a drink and pour it. Yeah. Right. It used to be like we would make a it's drink, a drink and on, do a shot of it. And it makes like, you feel so good, the limoncello. It just like just to yeah. just to bring it back full circle, man. Well, it's if like get, if you get new people, you should make them make the yeah. drinks. Oh yeah! Like when I take a shot of limoncello, you know what it feels like. Well, that's why you make the make the eight o'clock practice. Yeah, you know those those Pepto Bismol commercials where it shows like the pink shit coating your stomach. That's what I feel like when I take a shot of limoncello. Yeah, Mm. coats my insides and it feels with gold. Like, oh man, it does have an effect, and like I have no idea why. We got to do some sort of chemical analysis. We've had, (laughs) we've had actual caffeine in it because it's such low heat on it. Yeah, yeah. It's magic. We've had dozens and dozens of shots of it by now. And like every time, like to open not it up, tonight. we were, no, not tonight. It's just in our tenure. <laughs> but, uh, That's like 30 minutes. Like dozens of shots. <laughs> just slipping on my socks. But, uh, every, like even tonight, like it was our first taste of alcohol here. We're just like, ah, oh, like everyone yeah, was wow. just like, whoa, yeah. you know? It just makes you feel good. Huh? Yeah, <laughs> always. Yeah, it's that's such a certain. magical thing. Yeah, it's a, that's, same here, like we're at the end of the night, like taking one, like just kind of releases all this, yeah, the, yeah. the stress of a Saturday or a Sunday. Oh, yeah, yeah, it makes things okay for that minute, yeah. So, what's so, so, what's next that you can like share? What's next on the on the docket for the distillery? What do you guys got planned? We got the Loon Show coming out finally. We got the Aquavit, oh, coming out. yeah, oh, yeah, Aquavit, uh, yeah, Aquavit. What's Aquavit? Aquavit's a Scandinavian style of gin, essentially. It's a oh. There's no juniper in it though, so mostly right. it's um, like dill, caraway, um, anise. Like it's just it's okay. a botanical spirit without gin or okay. without juniper. But juniper, right? But it still has very similar. It's, it is kind of piney. I don't know if you guys never you want to try some? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I've literally never heard of it before right now. So. I have yeah, because in a couple of cocktails here, which you have had it in, like mixed in. Oh, so I, I'm just an idiot. No, <laughs> but it's like it's just a part of like yeah. not, you know. But it's so nice to have this space because like we can. Educate people on Aquavit, have them taste something that, like, one of our best-selling drinks that we've ever had was a coconut and passion fruit drink with Aquavit in it, which black licorice flavors get people a little bit yeah. iffy, yeah. but having it in the, the right way and having it approachable, like, I mean, you know, I mean, now people, and Aquavit is, is going to start moving, again, with the shortage of barrels, mm. like, clear spirits are going to start making yeah. their way. I mean, I, I can smell this. I'm glad you got me deeper and deeper anise, into gin like, drinks then, man. I can smell the anise, like, right? Just yeah, and it's <laughs> it's a little bit more on the nose than it is the, the mouth. But there's green apple in there as well, which... Oh, wow. I really... There's green apple in here? Yeah, green apple skins. Another wonderful... Uh, uh, I think you got to peel 400 <laughs> at a time. They, actually, they have a... <laughs> the, well, the peeler, yeah, but it does not work on lemons. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Cheers, fellas. Cheers. Oh wow! Holy yeah. shit! So that, so that like, when it when it first hits you, I like my initial reaction was to clench up because yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, this is gonna be bad. Yeah. Mm. And then not taste bad, but just like punch yeah. you. And then as soon as it went all the way down, I was like, oh, she's a little warm. Nothing, it, uh, like I'm warm. Nothing warm, happened. Yeah. Great. That was that was fantastic. Get, like, Holy the, shit! The distillery team here is. is Fantastic. Like the amount of flavors, like like even like subtle nuances, you're able to pack into yeah. just everything that I taste is like, and like more, more like I will taste that now in every cocktail that you guys mix it in. And you'll know I, it's I there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. now I'm gonna look for it. But yeah, I won't even have to. I'll be like, oh no, that like I, yeah. now that I've tasted, it, like I know my taste buds are like, boom, this is in here now. Yeah, yeah. and you can get the green apple on it if you taste it straight. It's harder to get it when it's in a cocktail, but you'll like you can get a lot of that piney. Yeah, oh, seven piney flavor yeah. in a drink. You need, a, sometimes you need a verb. For look with your tongue. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. For look with your tongue? Yeah, because you, you said? said I'll look for it. You meaning like when you're drinking, you're, but you're not, you're not you using wet your eyeballs. eyeballs. I like it. I like it. Look you're with like, your tongue. Yeah. That's just, that's just be a good. Taste. Like, yeah. <laughs> that, that could be the name right there. Look, <laughs> look with your tongue. Yeah, it sounds like a good uh, tattoo concept. Sense <laughs> a taste <laughs> for it doesn't like ring well, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you want it to be like. Uh, I mean, all, all, all I want to know is when. 
when on the menu are we going to get the talking tacos cocktail? That's what <laughs> we're talking cocktails. We're talking, talking cocktails. cocktails. That's like, it has to like pay homage to it. Yeah. So it's got to be. Yeah, I figure like, I want to. Yeah, I want to definitely put a taco garnish or something on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just, what it doesn't matter. Like we, everything in tacos is a good drink except for like chicken. Exactly. <laughs> Or fish, but <laughs> the meatball vodka, cilantro, lime, tomato. Yeah, yeah. Like, those are all. I mean, hey, listen, we've established one thing on this podcast and through all of our trips here. Anything that you put in the fucking cocktail glass, we're gonna try and yeah. drink, and it's probably gonna be amazing. <laughs> I kind of at this point now, like now that I, I, we know Casey enough, and we, we kind of bounce ideas back and forth. We talk like I kind of look for things to dislike about it, like not like hate, <laughs> but just no, like like not- I look for flaws, and like I can't find it most of the time. Yeah, right. I really can't. You really can't. I like that. There, I have. There's very few people that come in as many times as you guys do. Like maybe a couple other that come in every week. Yeah. But giving them things and having them actually be constructive by like it's now past the point of just like blowing smoke up anyone's ass. Yeah, 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 exactly. I would like I would hope please find something wrong with you. Dude, nothing gets me more excited than when we come in here and and you're just like you know we we say hey man just you know take the wheel let us know what you want and you're like hey I'm I'm gonna make you something new and you you give us a a new thing that you're working on and it's like we tried I I feel great. Last week at the Taco Tuesday. Uh, they gave us this, yeah. this new concept taco they were working on a vegan new option. Concept right? taco. That's good. Yeah. And it was the flavors <laughs> in it were great. It was being So what concept taco? <laughs> Very the flavors in it were great. Um, there was a lot of really, really good things about it, but it was just lacking something. And it was like black beans and a little bit of tomato. It was lacking texture. It was lacking some type it was of too texture. Soft. And guacamole. Or so, not guacamole, avocado. Yeah, yeah, an avocado. So it was like a little softer and I said Taste is phenomenal, I said, but like it needs a cr- it needs yeah. a bite, it needs well, something. That, yeah, black beans and avocado and or guacamole and like, yeah. that's and then, not guacamole. And then as we were eating the, as we were eating the nachos, yeah. yeah. As we were eating the nachos, yeah. they had pickled onions on top. And I was like, Whoa, that's what you need. A little bit of crunch. You yeah, need that pickled onion crunch, on top. Yeah. The flavor already is fine from the taco. This is gonna add a little bit to it. it. But like like I gave it to them, they were like, Oh cool, we'll try that out. Like here I, I don't I don't have that to offer to you, man. Like you, you're yeah. so far ahead of what I could even. And we, like, we got we got fat last week. Trying to get fat. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. that's what's again going back to like just creative process and what kind of we try to do as a team here is the drink is a drink. Like it's not it's not somebody's drink. It's not like remove the ego from it. Yeah. That way you can actually look at it as just a piece of something and can be criticized constructively. Yeah, sure. yeah. And not just like. You're not getting see it how everyone sees about. it, not just yep. how you like see it. That's too citrusy. I'm like, oh, yeah, exactly. Well, okay, sure. That's, <laughs> that's an easy fix. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm not. I, and that's that came from years of being in the in a creative field where I yeah. had to like learn how to take criticism without being like having my ego bruised. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's genius. But that's a, something like we do as a team here as well. Like just get it. It's not your drink anymore. Once it's in a cup, it's their drink. Yeah. If they don't like it, we need to fix it. Yeah. I love the mentality. I love everything about it, man. Yeah. You guys have anything else you wanted to bring up, talk about real quick, or make sure we covered all of our bases here? Before uh, we-, we talked about past, we talked about present, we talked about future endeavors. I think uh, I think until our next one here, I think we covered everything. Until we come back tomorrow <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> Some more fucking cocktails. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, this was amazing. Thank mm-hmm. you, Casey, Thank for you, Thank you letting for us come in yeah. on, the, on the closed day here and do this podcast. It was absolutely fantastic. Thank you again, Ming, for bringing Thanks, up Ming. all the Thank equipment. Coming, making us sound good, making us look good. Thank you for the drinks. Everything was absolutely fucking incredible. Um, you know, from all of us here at Taco Tacos, I'm Matt. I'm Dr. Dave. I'm Bill. I'm Casey. Thanks for listening, everybody. Talk to you soon. Take You're care, guys. You're going to blow out my face, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right yeah. Give me a yeah. Neck down. <laughs>